Hello, hello, hello there. So for this podcast, I actually recorded this with my friend, and this is the intro because during this recording, there was a lot of hiccups with my um, recording Discord bot that I use, but I'm going to try to switch over to another software probably after this podcast because I just can't deal with the disconnectivity issues. So there will be two cuts in the recording. You'll kind of know where it is. And it's not really going to affect the whole meat of the podcast. It's really in the first three minutes or so when it cuts out. And I'll also address it as well. And also at the very end. There's also going to be, <laughs> just to preface, there's going to be a minor spoiler for Detective Pikachu around the 21-20 minute mark. So if you haven't seen Detective Pikachu, I guess don't listen to the last part of the podcast. I don't, I don't know. Uh, do what you want. Do what you will. But without further ado, enjoy me and my friend uh, just chilling, just talking about movies. Yo, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> who is this guy? Okay, so I guess we should start off, like I said before, we should start off by saying how we met each other. So um... We were at a coffee shop. <laughs> We I glanced we, up. <laughs> we both uh, ordered caramel macchiato and we touched the coffee at the same time. <laughs> we were then... at Barnes and Noble. <laughs> I was in the anime section. I was also in the anime section. <laughs> and then we both reached for the same Your Name manga. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and I just knew that he was. And then, I, and then we both asked, "Excuse me, what is your name?" <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah but for real uh we met in college we were sweet mates sweet mates not roommates yeah. because you, uh you they're like flatmates housemates flatmates yeah i like that better and i think we both had a very strong interest in movies who am i you haven't even introduced me. Oh, this is... <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I'm bad at podcasting. So this is my friend Eric uh, that I met Hello. in college. Yeah, we've been uh, good friends since the beginning... Since the beginning of... Beginnings of college. And uh, yeah, I mean, he's one of my best friends. So... Aww. Yeah, buddy! And I, you know, we tried doing like uh, dry runs of podcast stuff in the past uh so there's that yes, and that's sir. why i feel like it's a it's nice and now we're doing it because i remember we used to do it like together in the in the closet of my house yeah we were in the closet like, <laughs> we were in the closet <laughs> together and then it was just very recently that we got out of the closet just and recently. started doing remote <laughs> yeah we're long distance relationship you know yeah you know we're trying to make it work like uh like everyone else mm -hmm. um so yeah i guess today we're gonna be talking about movies and uh i think we've decided at least for now um and then we'll kind of just uh tangent or whatever on our way around town uh the top three worst movies that we've seen uh we've had to <laughs> I, it was a struggle for me because i i like i told you before uh, I, I don't really watch a lot of bad movies unless I know they're bad. But do you do you want me to start yeah, off or do you, you want to start off? Okay. Uh, one that I just watched recently was the uh, uh, Moshi Moshi. Uh, we are back. 
because I guess the recording got disconnected, but we were talking about the three top three worst movies, right? Yeah. Top three worst movies. And then I started and I said to all the boys three, because I didn't like it because it was essentially a college, like high school transition to college movie that I kind of felt like I knew what was going to happen and everything. I really don't have anything else interesting to say about it other than it's just kind of like what you exactly expect. There's a lot of like tropes like, oh, this girl wants to go to this college, but she doesn't want to leave her boyfriend. And then they don't think the long distance is going to make it work. But like in the end, they try to make it work. And it's just like boring. It's just boring. I didn't like it. I also just don't like high school. I, I never liked high school in like general. So I just don't like all the high school tropes either. So that's one. That's one of mine. What's you one of yours? Okay. What one of yours, Eric? So mine is a cop out. But cop like because everybody's probably gonna be expecting it. Mine mm. is one of them is the room. Oh. I actually Wait. Okay. I actually tried watching this with my girlfriend when I first met her. Mm-hmm. And it was so bad mm-hmm. the pacing the acting the lines the sequences the camera angles mm-hmm. like everything about this movie was bad but and not even like oh sorry go on go on not even like funny bad it was just like hard like it was mentally and painfully visually hard to watch and the story makes no sense there's a million reasons why this was a good movie but I feel like the better version of this one was The Disaster Artist, mm-hmm. which was, as you remember, I think 2019 or 2020 movie, depicting the what happened behind the scenes of that whole room. Like the actors at play, the directors, the writers, how it was all funded by one man, the ambiguity of said man. It, right. it, it, was, it was just bad. <laughs> yeah, I think I never watched the room but i've watched the disaster artist all the way through and i kind of had a general idea of the room just enough to like really understand what was fully going on in the disaster artist so i think i completely agree with you there i have nothing to say about... i feel like even then the disaster artist doesn't really like show how painful it is to actually like <laughs> sit down and watch it because when they're showing like some of the clips you're with an audience and the audience is laughing and stuff but when you're like in a silent room by yourself watching a movie, it it just has more of those levels increased to the point where it's not enjoyable at all. And right. it would only be enjoyable in the company of like X amount of people. Right. I think um I think even when they were like releasing it, or I think like a few years even after they released it, they had like movie screenings with other people, I think because of that effect. Yeah. It's just like that with like other movies too, right? Like it's just enjoyable. Movies I feel like are a lot enjoyable with other people in general. But I, I completely understand. Okay. Oscar. No. Ooh. <laughs> Awkward. Hey, cut this out. Okay, Mike. <laughs> sure, I'll I'll edit that out. I, I was I was texting Oscar because he was like, Yeah, okay. I thought you were like, um <laughs> I thought you were gonna be like imaginary. So Oscar the guy who's not even in our like <laughs> chat. What do you think about the movie? Just dead silence. Oh, I haven't seen that many movies, but uh... <laughs> I might get Oscar on here. But 
uh yeah my second movie is uh i don't know if you heard of it uh velvet buds uh velvet buzzsaw have you heard of it i think i remember you bringing it up but i don't mm-hmm. remember have you heard of nightcrawler yes wait uh the one with starring that one guy <laughs> jake gyllenhaal jake gyllenhaal jake yes yes <laughs> i feel like jake gyllenhaal is like that one guy when people try to reference him like oh that one guy like from donnie darko <laughs> or from prince of persia or whatever yeah um but yeah the director of nightcrawler also directed velvet buzzsaw and he also had i was about to say ryan like reynolds he also had jake gyllenhaal in there as well as a lot of the old cast in nightcrawler in that movie as well but if you don't know what uh, Velvet Buzzsaw is, it's essentially, um, I think it's supposed to be like a satire of like the art community or like art museums in general and how like people perceive art. And there's like this one, it's supposed to be sort of like a thriller horror movie where they find this one person's like old paintings and they hang them up on the museum. But I guess he like committed suicide or like he was murdered or something. I I forget, but he died. And I guess the art can come to life and kill people or something like that. Oh, okay. It's, it's a weird, um, it's definitely weird concept, which I thought would be like, okay, this might be a good thriller or horror flick. And I watched it all on Netflix and I didn't really get scared like one bit or it wasn't, it didn't even get to like the thriller like aspect that he did previously in Nightcrawler. Cause in that movie, what you've seen that movie? Nightcrawler? It's, yeah. Right? No, I haven't. You haven't? It's on my list. It's on Netflix. I understand. Okay. That. Well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to spoil it, but in that one, that one was really intense. Cause that one as well, that's like a, that's like a, a nighttime movie where everything is filmed at night. Jake Gyllenhaal is trying to record all these, like he's trying to record all these, traumatic events that's happening in nightcrawler the movie but in this one he's kind of like a bisexual artisan or like art reviewer or something like that and he's trying to be like the best art reviewer or something the plot is even so like i don't really even know what the plot is about but people die and it's really not that interesting and they really try to make a lot of satire to art like art people and the art community and how quote unquote obnoxious they are, but it just doesn't feel funny. It doesn't feel interesting. And it was very boring the whole time. Like a lot of the drama that stemmed from these characters, I didn't care about any of the characters. Like, cause they didn't build enough time to talk about these characters. They're just like, oh, these are pretentious art people. Care about them. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> so that was one that I was really disappointed by, especially because Nightcrawler is like a really great movie. Mm-hmm. But that's that velvet buzzsaw. I was really my disappointment. You were really disappointment. I was my really disappointment is immeasurable. <laughs> my day, my night, my day, and my night was ruined. Dang, I didn't like it. He I said like twenty-four it. hour disappointment. Twenty-four hour disappointment. Hated it. Okay, so on to you. Ping the pong back to you. What was your okay second worst? So I I was looking and I was thinking like what's the worst movie that comes to mind? Mm-hmm. And the first one was a subjective standpoint, but the second 
and the third one are like more personal ones. I really hated Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, yeah. Like, you the more I think about it, the more <laughs> I hate what the Marvel Cinematic Universe has become. Mm-hmm. It's just so disappointing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm... I remember I used to be huge into comics. I'm not as nearly as much anymore, but Spider-Man and The Flash are by far like my favorite characters. And just seeing how they treated or their interpretation of Spider-Man in this one, him being like um, a baby, not wanting responsibility and not understanding that he has to take it up because of his powers. Mm-hmm. just bothers me so much and the whole like there's a million things wrong with a character at this point of the movie before like i think some war it was a really great interpretation just within those like 18 minutes of like screen time that we got from him mm-hmm. and i was like oh my god this is gonna be something great this, this the way he talks his witty comics his um social Standing with like Peter Park, uh, with Tony Stark when he was um invaded, the way he dresses, his like unbeknownst to the whole world as mm-hmm. just like this human spiderling, it was just perfect. And I wish they kept it, but they decided, oh, you know what, let's make him Tony Stark Iron Man Jr. And that's why I don't like him. Right. I, I feel they took away his own identity and forced the persona of Iron Man into him. Mm-hmm. And it makes me really sad because he's top two favorite superheroes, probably top one at this point. Mm-hmm. On a side note, um, there was an official trailer for not, not an official trailer, a, um, an official teaser for it that released today. Uh, wait for the, the new? third movie. Oh, really? Yeah, they released the title of it. Wait, what's it called? Wait, I'm trying to look it up. It is called, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While we're doing this. Spider-Man MCU movie? Yeah, or... Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man teaser. 3. Teaser? Spider-Man 3 teaser announced for a Tom Holland MCU sequel. Dude, remember that that whole thing with Sony and Marvel where they were like, we're going to take back Tom Holland, mm-hmm. like Spider-Man. And that was like the whole thing where his... His fate was literally just up in the air. Yeah. Oh, it's called No Way Home. Ooh. Got got to incorporate the home in there somewhere. Yep. No Way Home. Ooh. Is there um any plot? Is it really just like the title only? No, it's literally just the title, and like apparently it's um the three main characters, the three friends leaving mm-hmm. the room, and it's like wow, like it's like in real life, like dang. I don't spoil anything. Oh, yes, you do, Tom. And then they release the title. <laughs> oh, yeah. Infamous. Yeah. Like the actor is infamous. Like fourth for wall. Fourth mm-hmm. wall, yeah. Fourth wall breaking. And that was it. Um, and arrives as Christmas. I'm going to watch it, but I, I'm not Low expecting much now. Because even then, Spider-Man Homecoming, at the end of it, when he's like decides to take on Vulture despite losing his suit, just means so much to me. Mm-hmm. But I feel like in those last minutes when he walks away from Iron Man and he takes back his suit, I wish like he made his own suit or something mm-hmm. instead of just getting the suit back. Mm-hmm. He did turn down the Iron Man Spider-Man suit, but he fucking got that 
afterwards. It doesn't make any sense. But yes, right. Spam yeah. Far From Home. Dang. Got got some real salt in Far From Home. Yes. I think um very much. I think I tried playing Devil's Advocate when we were talking about this personally like a while ago. And mm-hmm. I was like, it's not that bad. And then I feel like I'm kind of on your side now. It's like, yeah, no, his character like low key got murdered. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it's like visually and like I guess from a movie standpoint, it isn't bad. But in terms of like what like what you said, like what they did to like the character and how that kind of affects the whole universe, mm-hmm. it, it it's pretty bad. Well, I guess going back to my third movie. I was going to say the last one is another Netflix movie that I don't know if you've seen it, but it's the remake of Death Note. Oh, I (laughs) purposefully never saw it. I I saw it with low, low expectations. Like, it's going to be bad. And it was it was bad. It was just as bad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I understand. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing about adapt- adaptation movies, right? Mm-hmm. I understand that they will change some stuff around and not everything is going to be the same. But I, at, if you're going to adapt something, you want to keep kind of the the core concept or the core personality that made the original concept so popular, right? So in the original Death Note anime, which you know I'm a big fan of, yes, the whole I think big thing about that anime is the mind games that get kind of thrown around, and all this like chess, like 4D chess playing, this cat like, and mouse. Yeah, this cat and mouse game where it's the protagonist versus the uh, quote unquote antagonist, but you don't really. It, it's kind of a moral gray area who's really the real protagonist, um, and they just duke it out in this like battle of like the titans like who's gonna win what who's gonna reveal the other person's like identity and all that stuff whereas in this one it just doesn't feel like that at all like there is no mind game until like this very one scene at the very end where it just kind of doesn't really even feel that justified because for those who haven't seen the movie or don't know what we're talking about death note but I mean, I feel like at this point, everybody knows what Death Note is. Mm-hmm. Every, everything is uh, revolved around this one book where you can kill people by just writing their name in that book. And they have a heart attack in like 40 seconds or something like that. And I think the main protagonist of this live action is such a little bitch because he... <laughs> it's true because he just like... I, I I don't remember it specifically, but I feel like he really follows... You know the Misa character in the anime? Yeah. Uh, in this one, she's not like that at all. She's like more of her own character, which is like that's fine. But he just like is just following her orders. Like he's he's he doesn't even feel like a protagonist at times. He's the simp. Like he yeah he's the simp, not Misa. It I don't even remember L being like. I think at at one point they meet in person or something, and it, it was just kind of like what what is this all even for? <laughs> Right? Like, what is the shock value here? Or, like, what is the big thing here? The only great thing about that movie, I think, was the was the Ryuk. Because uh, they had Willem Dafoe voice him. And it was just, like, amazing. And the, uh, what's it? And the animation for him, too, was also really good. Like, that's a, exactly how I imagined, like, a 3D Ryuk to be. 
because I've seen like the 3D animation in like the real life Japanese remix, and they're very you can tell they're very CGI. But in this one, it's it's it looks so crisp, it looks so nice, the voice go pairs so well. But overall, besides that, total disappointment. Which I was kind of already going in thinking it was gonna be a, a disappointment, and it even lowered my expectation, uh, even lowered the bar even more. <laughs> I like how our second choices were like more personal, and we had like a lot more to say about it. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I really just had like this weird Netflix sandwich where it actually they're all on Netflix. God, they're all Netflix movies. But no, 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 you're right. the The second one we had like more beef with. Is yours not like? Is your third one not like a a big personal beef? Um, not as much. It's no personal beef, but it's not as much. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it was the entire trilogy of Star Wars. <laughs> Whoa! Wait. Yeah. The, the prequel. The, the sequel, sequel series. Okay. All right. I was gonna um, say. But if I had to narrow it down, it 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 has to be the Last Jedi. It it's Last Jedi. Yeah. Everybody either everybody. hates it or loves it. Everybody yeah. hates it or loves it. I'm one of the people who hates it. No, I'm right there with you. I would have said that too, but. I I feel like I I knew you were gonna say it. I just feel that um after everything that came out um with everything that Star Wars is so like the Mandalorian um mm. the sequel like um the Rebel series the mm. one that's gonna come out um the Bad Batch the mm. game Fallen Order Fallen Order Heck it just yeah. feels like with that sequel series being canon. We're limited to the expansion of what the world could be, because mm-hmm. we're no like oh, okay, whatever happens, it doesn't matter, because like the first order is gonna be a thing, you know. Ray's gonna be a thing, you know. Right. Um, Luke isn't gonna be the badass Luke that we all thought he was gonna be, who he deserves to be. It, it's just a stain. Like after uh, playing. What you call uh, Fallen Jet, the Jedi Fallen Order? Mm-hmm. It kind of like reinvigorated me wanting to um continue to watch it, but I was just like, ah, oh, whatever. I was recently playing Jedi Fallen Order, and I was like, oh, okay, this this is exciting, and you know, with Mandalorian season two having aired, I was like, oh my god, it's so much fun. I feel like Star Wars love either is permanent or it just comes and goes in waves. Mm-hmm. For me, comes and goes in waves. I have friends who are like playing Battlefront two to this day and stuff like that. Oh, mm-hmm. But I was like, man, I I just hate the sequel series because I feel it limits us to what it could be. Mm-hmm. It could be something a lot different, and I just wish that the legend of Anakin ended there, and the reign of Palpatine ended with Episode six. And we got more of a hopeful, more new villain. We get the same fucking villain. <laughs> yeah. Like the old we get the same villain. fucking villain for nine movies. Mm-hmm. The same guy pulling all the strings, and it was just bad. Mm-hmm. I got, I know, Emperor Palpatine is still alive. Episode <laughs> one to episode nine. Yeah. Like, just uh, in the background. It, it was just sad. But yeah. And those are my three. Technically six. No, technically five. Technically five, yeah. Worst but yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're all pretty bad. They're they're all pretty bad. What can we say? 
I wanted to catch you off with like one surprise like question, uh, mm-hmm. just to end things off. Um, do you have like a movie trope that you kind of don't like? Like when you see it, it doesn't have to be in like a particularly bad movie, but it's like if you ever see it in like a a movie at all, you're just kind of like, ugh. It's like, ugh. like, do you want me to go first uh, so that you can? No, I I have a I have to check my litter box real quick. But mm. there was something that I was watching and I saw the um the trope being used and I was like, oh, it's it's this oh the um Detective Pikachu. Mm. So when it was revealed that the dad was actually Pikachu and that's why he was drawn to the main character, mm-hmm. I was like, I mean, okay, <laughs> but I feel All like right. the whole journey was more about the guy, the main character. Um, he didn't really like Pokemon, and I feel like this Pikachu. Mm-hmm served as an introduction like hey we're more than just like pokemon you know mm-hmm. we can create friendships and you should give them a chance and then it turned out being his dad and i was like okay this, this is a little too bad. convenient a little, a little too, too weird uh-huh. so i don't know if that's a trope but it's like a big reveal of like oh i, I was here the whole time oh okay you, gotcha kind of stuff i i didn't think that reveal was too bad Although I do kind of understand like that frustration where it's kind of mm-hmm. this weird, cheap, gimmicky, like supposed to be a big twist, like, oh, and I was here the whole time and I was right next to you. And it's, I, I totally understand that. Yeah, like I, Star yeah. Wars obviously does it, did it, what did it? I don't know if it did it first, but it's most well known, like, Luke, I am your father mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm. in episode five. But there's just a difference in the way it was handled. Right, because that one was actually like an antagonizing force, mm-hmm. um, not someone that you were kind of near, but someone that you knew that wasn't in direct correlation with the main character. Yeah, and I think, yeah, you're totally right. That one, that reveal was um was better. I God, I wish, I wish I had watched Star Wars before I knew about like that whole meme. But that um, meme- in 2021, it's gonna be so hard to watch Star Wars and not know anything about it. Yeah, exactly. Because there's just so many, like, just because just of, like, meme culture, right, too? Like, mm-hmm. even if you haven't seen, like, the sequel, like, before I had even seen all the sequel movies, I just I just know uh, Kylo Ren and his, like, big, like, long pants. <laughs> or, um, or even the prequels with, uh, what's his face? Uh, Ewan McGregor, because he's in a lot of memes. Mm-hmm. Hello there. Why hello there? Why hello there? <laughs> but yeah, mine for me, I think my movie trope that I hate is um my my worst movie trope I'd say is when a main character is talking to. I think is it's that he has a secret, right? And he doesn't want to reveal it to other people or other like another group, and so he keeps it from them until they find out eventually and then they start hating him or something or like they they look at him differently do you know what i mean um do you have an example i think i i've never seen bugs life but i think have you seen bugs life yeah i think they do that in bugs life where this one character says like he's the 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 bug guy is like the leader but then they find out he's like not like a real leader or something like that okay um 
my recording channel keeps fucking up and keeps cutting out shit. Uh, we were talking about tropes, but I think we might just have to cut it before he tries to disconnect us again. Um, but yeah, how did we like this? I guess it was fine. <laughs> it was it was cool. It was cool. Um, I feel like I could have said a lot more stuff about certain things. That was about yeah. it. Yeah, I think we can talk more like later about um, movies or other stuff. Like, I think you and I are planning to talk about anime mm-hmm. and video games, which I'm very excited about. Specifically, we're going to talk about One Piece. Oh, God. <laughs> you are going to talk about One Piece. I'm just going to sit there and listen. God. Um, but yeah, I think by next time, I will try to get a better recording of... Because this, this whole Craig Discord bot is not working, so I will try to get OBS, like you said. OBS. Um, but yeah, anything else you want to say to end the podcast? Yo, follow my Instagram, follow my Twitch. <laughs> nah, I don't have a Twitch. Alright. Alright, yeah, no. It's, I'm just chilling. Alright, sounds good. Okay, bye. Chilling.